Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the Gospel of John. Today is episode 157. We're looking at John chapter 14, verses 25 through 31. Let's read the passage. I have spoken these things to you while I remain with you. But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have told you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your heart be troubled or fearful. You have heard me tell you I am going away and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens, so when it does happen you may believe. I will not talk with you much longer, because the ruler of the world is coming. He has no power over me. On the contrary, so that the world may know that I love the Father, as I do the Father commanded me. Get up. Let's leave this place. Well, this is continuing the episode of the Last Supper. They're actually closing out the Last Supper, as uh, he just said at the end there. He said, let's leave. So they're about to leave the, the place of the Last Supper. He's been telling them a lot of things. The, the biggest theme of all this is, I am leaving you. And they're troubled. They're upset. And they've tried to ask him questions. Well, no, you're not going to leave us. We're going to follow you. Peter says, I'll, I'll die for you. Jesus says, well, no, you'll deny me three times before morning. And then he gives them the promise of the, the coming of the Holy Spirit. So he says, here in verse 25, I've spoken these things to you while I remain with you. These things probably just refers to the conversation he's having with them now here at the Last Supper versus all of his teaching throughout the entire gospel. But the point is, it's while I remain with you, he's not going to be with them much longer. Well, then verse 26 says, but the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things, remind you of everything I have told you. He's already promised the coming of the Holy Spirit. He called him the Spirit of Truth. Now he actually uses the title, the Holy Spirit. And he says, the Father will send him in my name. So the Father sends the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is sent in the name of the Son. This shows the, the linkage of the Holy Spirit with the Father and the Son. Now, interestingly enough, we'll see it address that later, but in the next chapter, he's going to say that he is going to send the Holy Spirit. And the point is, the Holy Spirit is coming. The Holy Spirit is coming. He is being sent by the Father and by the Son, and he's coming in the name of the Son. And what he talks a little bit better about what the Holy Spirit is going to do, he will teach says, teach you all things and remind you of everything I have told you. So part of the mission of the, the Holy Spirit is to teach, to inform. And, and is he going to teach new things or is he just going to teach the things that have already been taught? Well, he just says, teach you all things. I think the, the way to understand this is everything you need to know, everything you need to know to do what I've called you to do. Just as we're in other places, we talk about the Holy Spirit empowers us. Empowers us to do what? To do what he's told us to do. To do what he's called us to do. And to remind you of everything I've told you. 
So the Holy Spirit is coming. Then it seems like he's starting a new topic here in verse 27. It says, peace I leave with you. Well, he calls the Holy Spirit the counselor, but we talked about this a few days ago. The Greek word here is paraclete, which means the one who comes alongside. This could be the advocate, the counselor, the comforter. It could mean a, a lot of things. But the idea of the peace I leave with you, it's got to be tied to the coming of the Holy Spirit. He says, my peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world gives. Well, what's peace from the world's perspective? Well, it's conditional. It's based on circumstances. It, you know, The peace is, is the absence of problems. But this peace is, is not dependent on these circumstances because it comes from God. Now, we hear the word peace. Uh, often in the Hebrew world, peace was a, a greeting. You extend peace as you leave and peace as you leave. So it can be almost a hello, greetings kind of thing, and a goodbye, a God bless you kind of thing. Uh, when we think about peace, when we think about it and the Greek world thinks about peace, we often see peace as the absence of conflict. Well, in the Hebrew world, peace is more of a, not just an absence of negative, it is an actual positive thing. So peace is seen as a blessing. Peace is seen as a right standing with God. And so that's the, I think the way he's using it here is, you know, the peace is not just that there's not going to be conflict, but you're going to be in a good place. And the absence of that, or the opposite of that would be this, don't let your heart be troubled or fearful. That would be the opposite of peace. Then in verse 28, he says, you've heard me tell you I'm going away and I'm coming to you. Yeah, we've, we've heard that. He's, he's been saying that sometime now. I've, I'm going away, but I'm coming to you. I'm going away. You cannot come there. I'm going away. You can come there, but not now. But the whole point of all this is I'm going away. And he says, if you loved me, you would rejoice that I'm going to the Father because the Father is greater than I. So if we really understood what was going on, there would be great rejoicing. There wouldn't be uh, hearts be troubled or fearful. We would be able to enjoy the peace. We would rejoice at what is happening, that Jesus is going to be with the Father. Well, from our perspective, we understand that because we see what was accomplished at the cross. So there is great rejoicing here. They are having a little hard time grasping that. It says in verse 29, I've told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you may believe. Now he's saying you're going to look back and see all the things I've told you, and then you will believe all that I've told you. I will not talk with you much longer, because the ruler of the world is coming. He has no power over me. Well, this is curious. We know, we know who the ruler of the world is. The ruler of the world is the devil, Satan. That's been the way he's been referred to, is he, he's the ruler of the world. He says he's coming. Well, remember the language that John used when Judas made the final decision to betray Jesus. said the devil entered him. So Judas has been given over to the devil. Judas has given himself over to the devil. Judas is in cahoots with the devil. When Judas returns with the temple guards, he is uh, acting 
as an agent of the devil. He is acting under the control, under the guidance, under the leadership of the ruler of the world. But Jesus says, he has no power over me. Now the devil is behind the crucifixion and he is doing his most to upset the mission of Jesus. He doesn't get what the crucifixion is really going to do. He thinks if he can take Jesus out, that he can thwart the plan of God. So he is behind the crucifixion, although it will be used to accomplish God's purposes. So while the devil is coming, the ruler of the world is coming, he has no power over me. This is all happening as Jesus has really has control over everything. On the contrary, so the world may know that I love the Father, I do as the Father commanded me. Now this is interesting because he said, the way you demonstrate your love for me is you do what I commanded you to do. And he's saying, I'm modeling that for you because I show my love for the Father by doing what he has commanded me to do. Then he says, get up, let's leave this place. This brings to a close the time of the Last Supper. This brings to a close these discourses that Jesus has been going through, the teachings, and they're about to leave and go to the Mount of Olives. So our big takeaways from this, one, the promise of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit who will teach us all things, remind us of everything that Jesus taught us. It shows the, the role of the Holy Spirit in, in guiding us and leading us through life and through our own personal development. And this idea of peace, putting us in a right relationship with God. And, and the two are very linked. You know, when we do come to Christ, when we experience the forgiveness of sin, we enter into a state of peace with God, and we receive the Holy Spirit, that counselor who will guide us in every way. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of John.